Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Aaron Williams. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are radio for the local craft beer movement broadcasting from the AM920, The Answer Studios in Atlanta, and I'm Aaron Williams. And I'm Tim Dennis, and we got Brian Hewitt in the studio with us as well. Brian, how you doing? I am doing well. How are Good. you? I'm great, man. We have an awesome show. It's been a crazy day already, Aaron. Ooh, no we're, kidding. We're here. We got beer, all is well. But we're going to be talking winter beers yes. this week. We're going to be talking about those ones that warm you up, fill you up, feel good. We have some very awesome guests in the studio with us this week. We do. We have Chef Laura Holland and our friend Fish Scales from Nappy Roots. They are business partners in Healthy Bark. And they're going to talk and drink beer with us and tell us about their company. So yeah. thanks for joining us, y'all. We appreciate it. Thank you all for having us, man. Absolutely. I'm a fan of the show. If, if Tim hadn't told you, I, I listen very closely, man. Y'all like my senseis in the whole beer industry. I we feel appreciate you. That's it. good. I like that. I like to be a sensei of somebody. <laughs> sensei. That's always key. Also, too, we've got news. I want to do, before we bring Brian in for the news, too, we yes. also want to welkom brand new affiliates. Absolutely. Uh, KLAY 1180 or Clay 1180 in Tacoma, Lakewood, Washington. Washington State. I am so welcome. excited about this. So welcome, welcome appreciate it. to the Beer Guys family. And again, I grew up on Whidbey Island, which is about uh, an hour outside of Tacoma, and uh, so this is like a homecoming for me, and I'm really, really excited for it. So. Congratulations West, on West your Coast success. In the house. West, Coast, West Coast, baby. That's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, go Seahawks. Anyway. All right. Oh, <laughs> oh. I, know. I know. I know. I know. I know. So let's, let's, let's transition out of here, too. So, uh, uh, Tim, uh, you know, we want to get through quickly. There's a lot, a lot of news to cover. To but uh, uh, what did you do this week? You had, I had a pretty easy going week, except uh, I went to Strong Beer Fest. <laughs> pretty easy going, except for the Strong except Beer Fest. Except for Strong Beer Fest. <laughs> So nothing outside of that, but had some really good beers there. Uh, one of my favorites was Creature Comforts Curious 11, uh, which was a spice stout that they did that was really good. Also, Torch Top did a beer called Responsibly Haze, which was a fantastic IPA. There was a lot of great beers there and a great people, just a really good event all around. Nice. Very good. So, yeah, I was able to take it pretty easy as well. Um, just kind of hanging out with the family. I've been kind of off all week long, so just uh, chilling out, doing a lot of work. But I did get a chance to get uh, some Prairie Bomb in. Uh, Austin Street from Maine. They have a Florence IPA, which I really enjoyed. And then uh, Arches. I uh, met uh, the assistant taproom cool. manager there at Arches, and he uh, was able to hook me up with the Four Fiddlers, which is their bourbon, arrow, bourbon oh, yes. barrel aged quad. It is deceptively drinkable. I think it was 13.5%, and I could have drank a couple of pints of that I actually thing. missed that one at Strong Bear Fest, and that was one I definitely wanted to try. Mm. But uh, I have to get down to Arches. So. Yeah, definitely should check that out. It's uh, yeah. it's really, really nice. So good stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and check out this week's Truck and Taps Beers of the Week. Crack open a cold one. It's the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. Woo-hoo! Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Lots of stuff on the list today, Tim. What Lots do you got? of them. So there's no way we can get through all of these and stay upright. But we have, <laughs> right now we're drinking one uh, that is releasing on the 17th from Three Tra- Taverns Crappery in Decatur, Georgia. One we loved, uh, very popular last release, Helm's Deep. Mm-hmm. So they were nice enough to uh, give us a shout and let us get a preview of the bottle they're releasing this year. I'm drinking, I'm getting warm already. Oh, it's, it, it's... it warms you, rich, boozy. 
just a really delicious beer. That reminds so. me of Christmas. It really does. It's oh, a yeah, great right? Christmas beer, yeah. But on top of that, we have some Red Brick Hypewell. We have Absentium from Scofflaw. I've got some vintage Terrapin Reserve beers, which I think I've got a 2014 Mujuquiado here. Uh, we have also, what do we get? We got Garage Club number six. We've got a Barrel Age Leica from Straight to I think L. I got two. One that's a Barrel Age and one that's a, just a regular. But we've got a ton of really nice, warming Georgia and Alabama beers. Just light, here. sessionable beers. Just that's easy super drinkers easy drinking. Now, so so yeah. we're going to have to, I guess, call our own Uber slash Lyft uh, before we have to get through <laughs> things. So anyway, like I said, big uh, weekend beer. Let's go ahead and check out this week's headlines. What's in the news? The beer guys have the scoop. Read all about it. Time for headlines. And, of course, Brian Hewitt, our field operative, has the headlines. What's going on? All right, so some news from one of our sponsors, Ironmonger Brewing, has announced the uh, official grand opening of their barrel room, and that will be on January 4th of 2018, of course. The barrel room is an expansion of their Marietta Tap Room, and in addition to providing more space for barrel-aging beers, it's also an entertainment uh, venue. Uh, the acts will include local musicians, stand-up comedy, as well as other entertainment. Follow Ironmonger on social media for more info on the grand opening and other barrel room events. Very cool. So this this week, Scofflaw announced a partnership with BrewDog USA. Uh, it'll have the two breweries collaborating on canning and other projects. So Scofflaw will get access to BrewDog's state-of-the-art brewing equipment and canning equipment in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and use this uh, to increase the production of their canned beer that is distributed in Georgia. So this will help them out while they are working on the uh, their third expansion. So that'll take some pressure mm-hmm. off of them for that. Is it planned as a temporary partnership? I it, saw. It's it's a it's a one year uh, okay. partnership agreement. Is my understanding? I think it's going to give them both. So Brewdog has time on their equipment they're not using, and Scofflaw needs more brewing equipment for the year until the expansion's done. So. Cool. So, yeah, uh, basically the lineup of beers that they will be brewing up there will be Basement IPA, Double Jeopardy, Hooligan, and maybe some other stuff once uh, some test brewing has been completed. And also I believe they're going to have some collaborations up there as well. So if yes, you're heading up to Ohio, they'll have a Scofflaw Brewdog collab on tap, I believe, yes, too. Yes, that so. is planned. That yep. is planned. It'll be pouring up there only as far as I can tell. Uh, some interesting uh, news from the group behind Atlanta's New Realm Brewing. ABW Charlotte LLC, a company that is linked to New Realm CEO's Perry Falcone purchased a 19,000-square-foot building in the high-end area of Charlotte, North Carolina, and has filed for rezoning to use the space as an entertainment establishment, according to the Charlotte Observer. We reached out to uh, New Realm COO and uh, brewmaster Mitch Steele for comment. He tells us that at, for the time being, this is a buy-and-hold property. The group looked at the building two years ago when they were scouting locations for their East Coast brewery. And uh, earlier this year, it dropped into their lap at a price that was too good to pass up. So, of course, they filed for the rezoning to get it ready for future development. That's pretty interesting. That I mean, so it mm-hmm. definitely shows that they're planning on more after Atlanta. You oh, know? yes. And, and their yes. Atlanta brewery is, is very close to opening. I figure we're going to tape this show, and they're going to announce it in between taping and broadcast. Yeah, but we saw so it on we'll social so. media on Facebook. They were taking pictures of them canning, so yeah, already they're canning. pretty much ready to go. It'll yeah. be open at any moment. It might be open right, right now. now. Oh, Good my goodness. Now. <laughs> Stay tuned for more. That's right. So Dry County is adding distilled spirits to their portfolio. You might have heard about this on the Beer Guys Radio website. Uh, so they plan to start doing this in early 2018. They've already got approval from the Kennesaw uh, City Council. State approval 
by the end of the year, they're hoping, and uh, the spirits will be available exclusively in the tasting room. So, yeah, we're starting to see more people uh, doing the whole brewing tasting thing. Of course, Avondale did it. Uh, we talked to Unknown uh, for Drink This Beer. They're starting to do it as well. Brewing and distilling. And brewing and distilling, exactly. Right. So, uh, so yeah, we've seen some partnerships as well with some local dist- uh, distillers here and, and breweries. So, so it's a natural combination. I guess it's uh, time to time well spent to do that, I guess. That's oh, good. yeah. And so the, the results of some of those have been fantastic. Yeah. Seriously. Definitely. Second Self uh, plans a 2018 expansion to their facilities, their barrel aging program, and uh, starting up a sour beer program. So due to uh, demand, they're adding more tanks, which will increase their production by 20%. And uh, they're going to start their first uh, in a series of sour beers sometime huh. in 2018. Cool. There will also be some updates to the tap room. They're gonna they're gonna start offering uh, draft beer pitchers, which I don't think I've seen draft beer pitchers anywhere. I don't think I have either. I've Not never seen that before. No. no. And then fire pit Fridays and some other you know they got a taco stand that'll be there every Saturday at lunch. So they're gonna add some additional incentives. To Didn't they recently? By. I think it may be Sundays only, but I think they added doing beer cocktails. Yes. On, uh, yes, they did. On yeah. Sundays. That's, I think, Jason, after doing the show here with you guys. I was say, that's we, right. We, we so. inspired him to do beer cocktails, and we'll totally take the credit about. for yes. it. <laughs> I so need to get down there for that. I know, me too. Blue Water Brewing Company is moving from Florence to Huntsville, Alabama. They announced this on their Facebook, and it's happening on December 15th. There weren't many details that I could find about it, but uh, they expressed their regret at, at the move, and... Uh, Wanted to thank everybody who's give it, given them support for the past two years and encouraged them to come out and have the $2 drafts while they're still in town. Interesting. There we go. Very cool. All right. Well, it's time to take a quick break right now. Coming back, we'll crack open a few beers with Chef Laura and Fish Gales talking winter beers and sustainability. BeerGuysRadio.com. We'll be back right after this. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery? but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're CRL Contracting, and we build breweries. We are the most experienced contractors in the state of Georgia when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding current breweries. If you've been to Orpheus, Second Self, or Scofflaw, then you know what kind of work we can do. Just give us a call at 678-546-3382 or visit crlcontracting.com for more information. CRL Contracting. We build breweries. crlcontracting.com. Darren and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock and Alpharetta are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Aaron. See, they've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks daily, so that way you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and coming soon to Duluth in 2018. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. Craft beer forged with a reverence for tradition and new styles that start a revolution. Ironmonger Brewing. The brewers at Ironmonger pride themselves in being masters of barrel-aged, hoppy, and sour beers. They invite you to their tap room to taste and see. And coming soon, Ironmonger's Barrel Room featuring live entertainment. Keep up to date on all things Ironmonger by liking them on Facebook. Ironmonger Brewing, establishing a new standard in craft beer. We are Reformation Brewery, celebrating the reformer in you. Locally crafted within the renowned Etowah watershed of Woodstock, Georgia, Reformation creates yeast-forward brews full of aroma and flavor crafted to last. Come see us in beautiful Woodstock, Georgia, for a tour and tasting of unique brews that you can't find anywhere else. 
Reformation Brewery. Set beer free. ReformationBrewery.com. the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram boy that escalated quickly i mean that really got out of hand fast now back to the beer guys radio show and welcome back to the beer guys radio show come visit us at beerguysradio.com we are live from our studios at am 9 and 20 the answer in atlanta and we're talking with chef laura and fiscals and we're drinking Wintry Beers. We just opened up a 2015 Sweetwater Happy Ending. From Tim's Cellar. And from the cellar. Yes. And uh, we're going to get into that. So Very cool. Skells, what do you think of that? Are you still working on Helm's Deep or are you on to the Happy Ending? No, I'm, I'm past the Helm's Deep. I really, I li- I'm a fan of Sweetwater, and this lives up to the to the standard. Mm-hmm. I like That's this good. a lot. Yeah. There is, it's, kind of, it's a lot lighter than the Helm's Deep. It is. And it's cooler. Like, is that a better temperature? Maybe that has something like to do with it. Like a little cooler. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yes, but I'm once... a winter beer fan for the record. I okay. Yeah. Stout guy, that. sure enough. Well, that's yeah. why we brought you on the show because, you know, we're about to have maybe an inch of snow in Atlanta mm-hmm. and everyone is panicking. So, um, you know, we have to uh, to talk about some winter beers and uh, yes. those types of things. So, so Tim, what necessarily makes a winter beer? So I think generally when you look at a winter beer, and there are some exceptions to this, but I'm just, so this is blanket generalizations here. Uh, you're going to see probably a fuller body. It's not going to have a little legs to it, something that kind of coats the palate a little bit. Usually going to be a little higher ABV. So that's uh, you can get anything from – you're not going to find a session winter beer, you know, no three percenters or anything. Uh, typically it's going to be more malt forward. They do make some some pale ales, Christmas ales, things with spruce tips or very mm-hmm. piney hops, but typically a maltier beer that you're going to see. And uh, they're going to have a warming quality. And that's one of the things I said with the Helm's Deep, you know, when we first got into that, is that it was uh, very warming from that first. That's just one, you know, you want. it's cold, you want to wrap up, you want to get a fire going, get you a snifter of that. And Definitely. Back. So what's been your favorite so far, Laura? Um, I'm into that hel- with the Helm's Deep. The Helm's Deep? Deep. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, it felt like I could just curl up, in, like it was a blanket. I just, just drinking that one sip, mm-hmm. just warmly coated the insides. So thus far, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. this 420. It's nice, but yeah. it's like that. Um, it's an afternoon winter. There you go. That's I like the, that. Yeah, that's, a, that's I... an evening winter, right? Like you want to curl up, uh-huh. like, and get in bed. That's a blanket. This is the afternoon <laughs> winter. Yeah. yeah so in sure. the when the weather's bad, afternoon you're gonna start off with that. That's right. That the happy water. ending. Yeah, yeah. That the is happy ending. the Helms yeah, yeah. Deep, huh? See, that's a good happy ending. You right. know? It's yes. not quite. And then you get into bed with Helms Deep. There you go. So <laughs> many double entendres <laughs> okay, here. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm pressing the dumb button as we speak. We're all set. Quick question: Is yeah. there a difference? Is there a basic difference between dessert beer and winter beer? Well, is, is there so, even a thing of dessert beer? Dessert beers, usually when you hear those, it's going to be on the higher end as far as the body goes. They may even go as far as having desserty flavors to them. Like uh, with Helm's Deep, they like make a, a German dessert- chocolate. They make mm-hmm. a German chocolate version of that. But so. I feel like that's more on scales as no. I definitely feel like that's that d- yeah. more dessert yeah. kind of. Like that's that end of the night. Yeah. Right. So that, it's, it's one of those beers that you kind of, yeah, when you, when you, fi- you finish alone with nothing else. It's I just, think, you know, you well, don't pair right, it with anything right. else. Yeah. yeah, with that one last girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one last one. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I really sorry. like this happy ending. Can't even lie. It's, it. it's a yeah. really yeah. light, drinkable um, stout. 
So like, I think all dessert beers would probably fall into the, a winter beer category. Mm. Don't they but tend I to don't be think sweeter? All, I don't think all winter beers would be dessert beers. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Not That's, all winter beers would be dessert beers. Yes. Right. But winter beers, if you're going to have it, winter beers would fall into dessert yeah. categories. So so yes. I, I, one example I would say would be, would be a scotch ale. So, I mean, you mm. kind of get that roasty, sure. kind of malty, right. smoky thing. I wouldn't necessarily have that as a dessert beer, but right. it's a kind of got a heavier malt to it, a little bit more of that uh, warming feel to it. It's a good winter beer, but not it's not something you'd want to fish. Probably too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fall in those but categories. Could be, so that could be served all year. That Helm's Deep could be served all year long as a dessert beer. Yeah. Because that's that great end of the night. Right. You know, I've always said when people say winter beers, I'm like, there's no such thing as stout season. Drink those mm-hmm. all year. But I got to admit, maybe it's yeah. getting up in my years. Those big, older, Tim. heavy, boozy ones, <laughs> they do feel a little heavier in the warmer months. Well, you feel yeah, it in so. your, your whole body. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when you do the black and tan, though. You got to do, do the black and tan. You mix it up. Yeah. Get a little yeah. bass in there. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, of course, Brian and I are the are the big hopheads on the show. We love our IPAs and stuff. Yeah. For me, though, I kind of back off on the IPAs when the temperature starts changing because, I mean, I love them. I mean, they're great, but I start going towards, gravitating towards the, the right. scotch the ales, the, the porters, the yeah. stouts, because, yeah, I just, I want that warmer feeling to them. I just, for some reason, my palate just says, no, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I just turn up the heat and drink more IPAs. There you go. Good yeah. Yeah. That you work. got it work covered, too. right? Yeah. Work. I am I am not an IPA fan, so I'm just going to say it. Like, I'm in the I'm the minority in the group right yeah. now. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm 50-50. There's some I like. But, You're getting uh, better, Tim. So I am it's good. getting better. Yeah. I find it. You know, when I, I check in on Untapped, Darren, and it's, the badge I have the highest level on is like the I believe in IPA badge. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's on that like quest to find them there. So, I yeah. Guess I think I've been, again, coming from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Who may relate to this? Again, coming from the West Coast, IPAs. So, in my opinion, we're 10, 20 years. On IPAs, I'm I'm over it. Well, we started, of course, uh, on the West Coast, uh, you know, with yeah. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and those yeah. types of things. It was the piney, yeah. and you're from Portland, so you're the yep. same way. It's just, it's you know, it's that it's that piney, you know, dank, just in your face spruce beer. Yeah. It's kind of evolved to more of the northeastern style IPA, where it's more fruit forward and those types of things. But you're right. I mean, everyone has about eight million IPAs on tap. So mm. to find a want to find a you know a porter or a stout sometimes is, is kind of a it's kind of a nice nice little zag when everyone else is zigging. So I I feel that I feel like um, variety is the spice of life, and I like it when a lot of the I mean we're bringing in different things. And the menu isn't completely loaded with IPAs when we're at these breweries, and we have some different things. Mm-hmm. That's important important to present different things. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Now, now some some winter beer styles uh, that are so popular. So some of the styles, yeah. like we talked about, we've talked about several of them here. You're going to see a lot of porters and stouts. I think, you know, when winter comes up, porters, stouts, we've got several releases coming up, uh, you know, throughout Georgia, Alabama, and across the country at this time of year. You also see ones like uh, Belgian quads mm-hmm. uh, that you'll see. There are Belgian styles. A lot of the Belgian brewers actually produce Christmas ales or holiday ales yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that you can look out for. That you'll see. So, really? what are some I am fond. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say, well, I want to interject right there while we're talking about styles. I am fond of Doppelbox around this time. And I think ooh. Samet Claus is a Doppelbox. It's delightful, like 14% or something like that. Yeah. It's yeah, at the right top end. It used to be the big beer that we could get locally. And yeah. You know, now that you mentioned that, I haven't had one of those in a while. No, but that's it's a, funny. That's a great beer. I have yeah. Some. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll see ones like you mentioned, Aaron, Scotch Ales, you know. Uh, strong ales, barley wines, oh, yeah. you know, come out. So, and uh, 
Barley wines, English barley wines are the only acceptable barley wines, and American barley wines should be just not allowed at all. So hops don't belong in stouts or barley wines. And that's, I, I'm uh, going to agree with you on that one. Even though, agree agree on that even one, though I'm a hop okay. head, I do will agree with you on that one. Because, Russian yeah. Imperial Stouts, that's that's kind of their whole game, and that's I think that's what Happy Ending originally was. <laughs> now, well, see, and Happy Ending, to be honest, I like it cellared a little bit because it's okay. you know, the Happy Ending and the festive and that. So what do you think, Scales? Do you like do you like beers like stouts that have a lot of hop character to them? I don't. I like yeah. my I like my stouts more creamy, um, full yeah. of body, Uh I started with Guinness, you know, that's probably my first experience. So I like I always like that creamy feel to it. And it's almost like no none of the characteristics of beer that I grew up on. Yeah. And it took me a while, but once I found that flavor, I was in love with it. Once you kind of break the seal of Guinness and you're like, Oh, this isn't Bud Light. This is completely yeah. different yeah. from what you're and looking for. You gotta for. learn that. And I yeah. can remember waking up one day just like, damn, I want that. I'm on yeah. I want a Guinness. You know, just out of the blue. I mm-hmm. really just so Guinness was taste. your craft beer introduction, the one that brought you into the craft to world? Stouts. To Stouts. Because okay. you got to think, craft beer is one thing for for me to get into, and then to get into Stouts is like a whole different, different experience. World. All yeah. right, man. That yeah. was hard to base. His gateway beer. The gateway yeah. beer. That's right. That's oh, right. Corona was my gateway. Oh, yeah. Blue moon, Coronas. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Everyone has to start off somewhere, and then you've kind of moved into it, and you're brewing your own beer, and you guys are starting to get into business with uh, the, the Healthy Bark, and we're going to talk to that uh, talk about that in uh, the next segment coming right up. But uh, first, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. BeerGuysRadio.com is our website. And you can follow us on the socials as well, Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagrams. Coming up next, we'll talk more with Chef Laura and Fish Scales from Nappy Roots. We'll be back right after this. Time for the hot list. The Beer Guys have the scoop on what's going on next week. Brought to you by CRL Contracting. We build breweries. CRLcontracting.com. That's hot. Lots of great stuff coming up in Georgia this week. Busy time of year. You know, the holidays now, but there's plenty of beer events coming up. On Sunday, tomorrow, Pretoria Fields Collective Grand Opening. It continues. They've been going through the weekend. Brand new brewery down in South Georgia. So they, they seem very dedicated and serious about what they're doing. So go check them out. We also have the Rick Mobile at Sweetwater Brewing Company here in Atlanta for the Rick and Morty fans. And we've got Santa Claus at Scott Law Brewing. So go see if you're on the naughty or the nice list there. So on Monday we have Hop City KSM's third anniversary party. We have Dry County beginning their 12 events of Christmas and we've got some Shakespeare on draft at Orpheus Brewing. On Tuesday Cherry Street celebrates their fifth anniversary. Rocking events through the week there. They, they kick it off there on Tuesday. Five years up there in coming Georgia. We also have a comedy date night at Argosy. So then on Wednesday, Wednesday as always is trivia night. We've got tacos and trivia at Reformation Brewery. We have team trivia at Your Pie Perimeter. Next Thursday, pie bar and beer pairing at Reformation Brewing. And Aaron, I've heard the pie bar pies are really good. Yeah. They're pretty uh, elite pies. Fancy So pizza. maybe this is a good way for me to check it out is there to go, go up there and get some uh, pies and beer. So we also have the secret Apollo launch at Jekyll Brewing and an ugly sweater run at Gate City. And they said, or you can just come run around and drink beer. You don't have to have and just an be ugly, ugly sweater. Yeah. Yes. On Friday, Pontoon Brewing does their relaxed opening. They're going to have an official grand opening going into the 
the first of the year. But they're going to do kind of a soft opening, a relaxed opening there. They had a little delay due to some uh, drama with the DOR, but they're going to get it kicked off there in Sandy Springs. We have a silent night winter party and silent disco at Creature Comforts and Santa's Schnockered Sleigh Ride at Torch Top. Next Saturday, Pours for Pets at Second Self and Beer and Chocolate Pairing at Oconee Brewing. So for the full list of Georgia beer events, check out our website, beerguysradio.com, and our calendar of events. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Shake it back! And welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Follow us on social media. Beer Guys Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're talking winter beers this week. We have Fish Scales with us. Oh, yeah. Scales, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, bro. And we have Chef Laura. Thanks for coming, man. We enjoy it. Brought us some good beers. We're just having a good time here. Yeah. And Chef Laura. And uh, uh, Chef Laura and Scales are partners in Healthy Bark, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, making uh, sustainable dog biscuits. Yeah. Mm. Cool stuff. But... We've been talking winter beers. We've been having a good time drinking some winter beers. And uh, right now we're waiting on Brian for our next beer. Uh, Phil, oh, whatever, Phil Brian. Phil Brian is multitasking. But, exactly. Uh, he's tweeting. He's Facebooking. He's pulling beers out of his cooler. Yes. I tell he you had what. one job, bro. Right. That's right. right. One, one job. Barrel so or no? What are we getting in? <laughs> oh, barrel. I, we need barrel, I think. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, a Cabernet barrel-aged Leica. Okay. From straight to ale. Very cool. And straight to ale, of course, out of Huntsville. Uh, it's good stuff. Yes. So, uh, so very cool. Now, Scales, I think you mentioned uh, you don't care for wine barrel age, though, right? Uh, no, I don't, man. All I'm, right. Flip it up, Brian. Let's go with the regular. So. Wine drinker. But no, okay. All right. We'll figure it out. We'll, I'll dive let's in. Let's do it now. We'll dive in. Okay. So. That's so funny to me, though, because you have such, like, the sophisticated palate. I, I would expect you to be way more on this wine beat. I find like, myself to be sophisticated, but I, I prefer the sophistication of a fine beer. Right, Scales? Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> it lacks the carbonation. It lacks the bite. Okay. I like the I bite. That. That's yeah. why you like those IPAs. I think that's why you like those IPAs. Like a balance. Like I'm, a, a balance. I'm a big wine. I come from the wine country, so uh-huh. I feel like that's like a bigger thing. That's why I think I like those the wine Yes. Wine barrel stuff and that. And yeah. I will say, um, as Nappy Roots, man, we've gotten a, a lot of love for from Alabama, from the whole southeast sure. of the country. So any beer coming out of Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, I'm I'm willing to support. Nice. Well, at least try that. Some really good boy. stuff. That's right. That's southern right. Boy. <laughs> well, you know, one of my favorite breweries uh, out of He's Hattiesburg. He's a southern boy. He's of, a country boy. <laughs> one of my favorite breweries is out of uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Southern mm. Prohibition. Oh, yeah. And they're just doing some phenomenal beers, everything mm. they've oh, wow. done. So, uh we really enjoy those. We got to represent in this beer. That's in right. This whole beer yes. race. Man. Well, well, you know, in the southeast, of course, uh, we've had a lot of problems with our laws and, and those types of things. We've really kind of been held back, you know. While yeah. Laws and liquor in the south? No well, way. Shocking, yeah. I know. No, it's but shocking. Uh, you know, while while the west coast and the northeast have really kind of grown in their craft beer industry, we are yeah. way behind. And shocking. it's funny because you know we talk about Atlanta and how fast we're growing because we just finally passed reasonable beer laws. You know, we're still way behind the the curve when it comes to sure. to breweries by population. Wow. We could we could sustain several dozen more. But you know? you know, the people that said, you know, that we're trying to fight against these changes in beer laws. You can look <clears throat> at Georgia over the last two years and the growth that we've seen in just a couple years' time and the growth that's upcoming. 
as proof positive that these laws work. Yes. You know, we're creating jobs. We're seeing more breweries than that. Definitely. So. That is but so uh, some of the beers yeah. that are coming out here uh, very soon, some of the winter beers we're talking about, uh, yes. there's some releases coming up. Uh, one that we just drank earlier that we mentioned, the Helm's Deep, which is releasing on the 17th, which uh, go out and check that out. Uh, Packed House last time they released it, so definitely one you want to enjoy. Uh, Good People El Gordo is actually releasing uh, today Oh wow! Okay. at the brewery there in uh, Birmingham. And El Gordo Day is a big deal. They have the beer and uh, some different variations mm-hmm. and stuff that they do, so that's a good one to do. On a December 15th, Trim Tab is releasing an Imperial Stout called Language of Thunder. Uh, Monday Night Situational Ethics, uh, uh, three variants on that one, correct? Yes, that's correct. There's three different variants so, of it, and uh, yeah. It's, it's releasing the 16th? The 16th is when they're having their first so those official are good. release. Yeah. And the folks have probably tried those if you've been to the... to the Brian's getting disturbingly aroused over here. Inappropriate. <laughs> talking about these beers, but... Uh, you know, if you've been to the garage or you went to the grand opening or some of the beer events around here, you've uh, probably sampled situational ethics. Yes. So, so it's going to hit bottles. The first bottle release from Monday Night's Garage. There you so, go. We've also got Reformation Scout just released recently. That's a spiced winter stout. Uh, one that I really enjoy, the Wild Heaven Ode to Mercy Special Winter Ale, which is one of those scales, one of those we talked about as kind of a more drinkable winter beer. That's a, it's a coffee brown ale is the base, and they add spices to it in that, so it uh, it makes for a nice drinkable kind of winter beer. It's yeah, not I think too I've had it. Um, yeah. Decatur, right? It's Decatur, Decatur that's, that's right. It. And, yes. um, and, they're, and they're in cans now, which is interesting, They are too. in cans, yes. yes. Oh, really? I, think, I think I still have some of the bottles I think in, I my, too. in yeah. my cellar there. And uh, Arches Four Fiddlers just released recently. There's a, there's a ton more coming Yay. out. Even Tide, yeah, that's uh, down in your neck of the woods, right? Those are my guys, man. Hateville, Georgia. Hateville. Those are some good guys. Good, Making good beer. Good yes. folks there, for sure, man. And uh, so good stuff coming up. Definitely. Georgia, Alabama, all over the country. There's a lot of beers that uh, we haven't been able to cover in a short amount of time. Yeah. But uh, there's something out there for everybody. Tis the t- season for those really nice, tis dark. Tis the season. Tis, yes. It's just a wonderful thing. So, you know, uh, one of the reasons why we've got you guys uh, in in uh, in the studio, of course, uh, Fish Gales and Chef Laura, is we're going to talk about uh, what you guys are up to. And sustainability is a big thing. And we've talked before off air. And, uh, you know, you said uh, you saw mentioned that there's a lot of spent grain used in brewing, but you've actually started a business that kind of helps with that sustainability. So can you all tell us about it a little bit? Yeah, man, it's called Healthy Bark. Uh, you can find it at healthybark.org. And what we basically, um, Fish Scales and Chef Laura, I'm Fish Scales. I love when you um, talk in the no, third person. Fish. Fish. I love he's third he's person. Yes. Yes. I love scales. third person. But um, um, what we did, man, well, my background is nappy roots. Her background is food allergy. And, uh, we, and also sustainability with food. So we knew, we seen the growth in all the breweries around I guess Atlanta in our area and the whole country basically, and we seen how much spent grain was being thrown away. But initially, our, our our idea was to get bread from local bakeries and bring that in to help ferment beer. But we was told and educated that that was the best way to really, you know, recycle food was to catch the grain coming out of the out of the um, brewery instead of trying to bring grain in. And so uh, that was a great idea for us. We made some pumpkins first, but um, we felt like dog treats was better because 
dogs don't need salt, sugar. They don't need the the the, the flavor that humans require. Right. So we felt like we could do more, and we still could feed our favorite pet. You know, our favorite friend, our best friend, a dog, with some of the grain that's being thrown away, and uh, with the growth of the whole craft beer market, we feel like this could grow too. And you know, the cool thing with these is a lot of times people pay attention to what they put in their bodies, but you may not think about it a lot with right. your pet or as much. You get a big bag of dog food. These are yeah. all natural ingredients in these, it's right? It's super funny, right. though, that all you natural. say that. And Scales is being super humble. He's she, being well, super humble. This is where <laughs> Chef Laura comes in. She's a food allergy coach, so she's fully <laughs> aware of what goes into our body and what probably shouldn't go in most people's body. And um, same with your animal. You know, if you want them to live a healthy life. And we try to make these as organic as possible. We take the spent grain. We even try to feature each each brewing company that we use their spent grain. And mm-hmm. right now we're using Arches, uh, Atlantucky, which is, I'll say proudly. Um, we get, yeah, let's, Roots, talk, let's talk company. about that. What's yes. up with Atlantucky, yeah. Scales? Right <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. There you go. It's so I much going on because I'm, beer has blessed me, man. Beer has blessed me, and... And I'm ready to dive right into it. Me and Chef Lar, we have Healthy Bark based off of beer. And me and Nappy Roots, we have Atlantucky, a new brewing company, fresh out of my garage. And you guys are brewing every single week, right? But do you have any ready to drink yet? Oh, uh, short story. We <laughs> made our first batch was ready today. And um, we tasted it. And we said, we're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the said, same as our know first batch, yeah. I went and cleaned my growler, sanitized it. I said, I'm going to take 10 some. <laughs> and um, I tasted it. I said, no, let's not do that. I think the next one, yeah. I think everyone who's brewed beer has had that story. The first oh, yeah. batch is yes. just never not. Aaron brewed one batch and quit. I wrote two batches, actually. We did two, yeah. We may be getting three eventually, but yeah. I I like drinking it better than making it, though. That's what I've decided. It was fun, though. I tasted it. You know, I could see what we may have done wrong, but it's fun. That's a good thing with you learn, you know, from these, uh, from the first. But uh, I'm being told we got to take a break here. We We want to talk more about beer and healthy bark and sustainability. But you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to talk more with Chef Laura and Fish Gals right after this. Saren and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock and Alpharetta are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Aaron. See, they've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks daily, so that way you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and coming soon to Duluth in 2018. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys Craft beer forged with a reverence for tradition and new styles that start a revolution. Ironmonger Brewing. The brewers at Ironmonger pride themselves in being masters of barrel-aged, hoppy, and sour beers. They invite you to their tap room to taste and see. And coming soon, Ironmonger's Barrel Room featuring live entertainment. Keep up to date on all things Ironmonger by liking them on Facebook. Ironmonger Brewing, establishing a new standard in craft beer. 
Saren and Tim, the beer guys, if you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock and Alpharetta are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Aaron. See, they've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, well, that's when it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks daily, so that way you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and coming soon to Duluth in 2018. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram well i'm sure i'd feel much worse if i weren't under such heavy sedation now back to the beer guys radio show and welcome back to the beer guys radio show beerguysradio.com sitting in with uh chef laura and fish scales from the nappy roots what's going on guys we're drinking some really good beers you're about to crack one open i, I am see. i'm working on wait another hold one on here. i just gotta say i am not with nappy roots you would be awesome chef laura you would be phenomenal no As no I'm my happy. friends have like paired me up with you guys are gonna you're gonna be in atlanta you're, you're gonna be in denver you're gonna be in orlando i am not with nappy roots by the way you know as a matter of fact they are good scales. friends of mine <laughs> but i am not there with you the go band. point taken okay point taken exactly yeah, yeah. laura think actually i am traveling with these guys they are their own source definitely um, hey i gotta say some stuff you guys talked about earlier about making your first batch and that that went wrong like it didn't mm-hmm. go exactly right and I had to talk about that as being a chef. So I earlier today had a full meltdown of the fact that our healthy bark, our first batch failed. And um, there's a lot of truth in this, right? So our healthy bark is all natural, like 100%. There's no preservatives in it. We actually ordered preservatives today, which we were <laughs> delivered in the mail. So things don't always go right the first time. And I am my biggest critic. Um, so I, I cried today yeah. <laughs> about the fact that our, our healthy bark it's okay, molded, it's okay. yes, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, because happen. it's all 100% natural, and, and we have to come up with those things. So when we make things, um, we have to we have to accept the fact that it takes a while to perfect things. I'm coming as a chef. Yeah, right? but but really in any artistic process, you know, I consider right. a chef as being an artist, uh, you know, doing a radio show. We do things that screw up all the time, mostly yeah. me. Yeah. You know, I'm sure I'm sure when you guys <laughs> are, are, are cutting yeah, the record, you, you kind of mess up. No. Was you at that show cried. at the Monday Night Garage? I was there, yeah. Uh, no. Well, that's the only time I've ever that's messed it. up. No. <laughs> I remember one of my you best lie. moments was uh, was back in the day. I was at, I was in college and uh, Public Enemy came to the came to and uh, Flavor Flav fell off the the, stu- the studio no. so the stage. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was pretty I awesome. I saw Public so. Enemy with Beastie Boys and Murphy's Law in Syracuse, uh, New York. Uh, oh, look at that! Well, at the War Memorial. Yeah, yeah, okay, so. that's right. I hate them but, guys. <laughs> now, Laura, you got you're into sustainability in a big picture, right? Not just with the healthy bark. Mm-hmm. And right now, you're doing kind of small batch with this, correct? This is super. This is. Scales really talked me into this because okay. I am I am not um yeah, he did. Like even my daughter says, I can't believe he made you do this. <laughs> <laughs> but um dog treats were not my thing. Like I okay. am a chef about I cook um in the city here and um our whole we have a nonprofit called Urban City Fresh. So we work with kids and farms and local everything is local sustainable. So we're about creating healthy sustainable communities and what that means is sustainability is more than just like um it's more than just what we think of it in terms of you know environment right it's it's preserving our economy as a whole um and i think that so much we talked about earlier on the news today in the segment um 
breweries come in and they're in these cultures or they're they're building in these communities which builds an sure. economically yeah. sustainable community yeah and breweries come in and they come into places that really are right. kind of neglected for lack of a better right. term because they need cheap uh, real estate because they have a lot of room to grow right they come in all of a sudden people start coming to the area yeah. then maybe a little pizza shop opens up or maybe you know right. a coffee store opens up and those t- and you start building a community uh, within a place that's really been neglected for years. And we've seen that happen all the time. Monday night's a great example of that because they're on the west side, right? And they're right along the belt line. And I think this is an awesome opportunity where um, they can create jobs because they've, they've already built a model, again, on the west side, but on west midtown, upper west midtown. Um, but so many things. They, we can create jobs. We can create an environment. We can create a pl- place where people come to that's part of sustainability. Economic sustainability is just as important as environmental sustainability. So what we've done with Healthy Bark, and really Scales and I on the, the same week, he was uh, he read an article with Dear Advocate, and I was meeting with the food bank that same week, and we were both discussing food waste. He sent me that link and was like, we got to do something with this. And that same week, I had met with the food bank. And I was like, all right, here we go, partner. We're back on the same. <laughs> go, 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 right? We're on the same wavelength, right? We're like telepathy. So um, we did. And um, ultimately, right now, the easiest way to go about this, getting this into the marketplace was through the dog treats. We loved, we can create human treats. We have created human treats. We've created. I think um, beer is a good human treat. Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yes. It is. The spent grain, though, is a huge. Super huge nuisance mm-hmm. to a lot of the um, the breweries. We were just up at Red And as y'all know, it's still fiber and nutrients in the spent grain. Yeah. Right. And so it lowers fiber. the carbohydrates a lot, doesn't it? Because so, it's stripping the sugar out? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, so not going to speak on that right now. Right. I'm not even going to go there. Like, I am not a nutritionist. Okay. We have one of those on our board, but she's not here tonight. Yeah, okay. so we're not I'll ask my cousin. Right. She's a nutritionist. But we're going to so talk, go. talk about high fiber and high protein. Okay. Right? So... High fiber, high protein. You're right, though. The, all the sugar is stripped out of it. There's no alcohol in the spring crane. Um, but that is such a huge thing. It's been going on in England, started it, and then we got into Pittsburgh. I talked to East, um, East End Brewing Company up in Pittsburgh, um, which is the article that Scales read. Um, talked to them. Great people up there, too. Um, but these, these um, we, have a, a, we have a huge problem with food waste. And we also have a problem with hunger right here. And one out of four children in Atlanta yeah. specifically are are um, are facing hunger every single day. And that's a huge issue. That's that's twice as much as the rest of the nation. So um, if we can feed in um, products that are high in fiber, high in nutrients, we can resolve a lot of that hunger issue right here in Atlanta. And we have so many microbreweries that are so willing to donate to that. So right now we started with dog trees, but... We have products that we can go, we can we can put into um, regular human consumption. They're human edibles, but right. we have to deal with licensing and, and sure. That's a Easier to do with dog treats for now, right? For, yes. for now, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we'll still do something treats. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, Chef yeah. Laura, thank you so much for the info. Yeah, this we we just have a full house, a full show. We could do like three hours this week, I think. Yeah, and that's it. Thank y'all for having us. We'll talk more, but scales. I wanted to. So, Atlantucky. You're homebrewing right now, correct? Homebrewing, but, but there's bigger plans, right? Um, way bigger plans. Um, we 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 found discovered this new word, nano brewery. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. How long has that been around? It's been around a while. A while. Okay. Okay. You well, talking about nano or gypsy? 
Because like you've been talking I'm, about both, okay. right? So you introduced <laughs> us to Gypsy okay. at um, um, the play, Torch Top uh-huh. the other day. You told us about Gypsy. And we realized that we are a combination of the both. Um, Nano Gypsy Brewery. Nano we Gypsies. The Nano Gypsies. Tiny, right. tiny, tiny ones. Little yes. tiny Gypsies. Well, Nano tiny. Brewery is, okay, I could take you to a microbrewery that nobody knows about. Well, a few people know about it. And we can go in, drink some beer. But I could take you to this spot where you got to have an invitation to. And it's in a neighborhood. And we got to park our car and walk and do a certain knock. That's the kind <laughs> of nano brewery we're trying to create. And the gypsy part of it is that we want to be, we travel anyway doing shows as Nappy Roots. So we want to do beers with everybody around the country. Like every, be, anybody interested awesome. yeah, so. who fits our brand, we want to do a beer with them. Be careful now because you don't want to reveal all of the pop-up secrets. Well, I, I won't reveal. Tim. He's, given the, he's given the appetizer of the teaser. Yeah. I know, these but guys, it would be awesome if. What yes. if? What well, if? What if guys Navi radio, Beer they, they was on every friends. single place that they that they performed? What if? I'm and we saying, don't want to be every single place. And I've I've given you a couple on um, teasers about some of the stuff we're working right. on, but we are we are I won't say knee deep. We're about shin deep okay. into the game. And right. we are happy about it. Thanks to y'all, too, man. Thank um, you. Y'all really pointed us in a lot of right directions. It's exciting. It, it's great to see. shout out to Peter at Nappy Root. I oh, mean, at, Peter uh, Kiley. Peter, Peter Kiley. Yeah, 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 the yeah. man. Monday Night Monday Brewing Night, gave yeah. us our first shot. Yes. Yeah. Um, they, they've given us our biggest credibility thus far. And then Brothers the That Brew. Beer. And Brothers That Brew. Yeah. William T. They're going to be on our show. They're for our first show in January. They're going to be on with us. William there. Those guys are William great. and those Bro- guys. Bro- yeah, Brothers the Brothers That Brew. Brew. Yep, Brew. sure are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, All right. Absolutely. Hey, guys, Um, yeah, I'd love to, uh, to we keep gotta this going. We've got to move Let's on. Let's move on. Let's move on. we got to do what we got to do. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, cool. Well, Tim, it's time for to find out who wins our giveaway to give away. So our winner this week, Aaron, is, I've got it here somewhere. I swear that I do. Rick. Willie. Woo-hoo. Rick, thank you so much for subscribing to This Week in Georgia Beer. Just drop us an email to beerguys at beerguysradio.com, and we'll get you a very cool swag pack sent out. Definitely. And Aaron, if folks want to join the fun, how do they do that? Super easy. Just go to beerguysradio.com. Sign up for This Week in Georgia Beer. You'll get a weekly newsletter with all the happenings in the area. You'll also be entered to win our weekly swag packs. That's always good. Coming up next week, we're heading to one of Atlanta's newest brew pubs. We're talking stats. Should be a fun time. Check us out at BeerGuysRadio.com and on the socials. Also, if you want some more craft beer info, check out our podcast, Drink This Beer. This week, we're talking to Noda Brewery out of Charlotte. So have a great week. Don't forget to drink local and enjoy the holidays. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're on demand via iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always online at BeerGuysRadio.com. Aaron and Tim are back next week with more about the amazing world of craft beer. Cheers. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Dukes is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Dukes. It's got twang.